Hello, and thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Way We Get By. I'm Tim. I'm Liam. Liam, how are you doing today? I am doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great as well, bud. But I mean, like, how are you really? Like, how are you personally? Hmm. I am personally good. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm going to, you know what? Don't worry. Next time, I'm going to think of a way, a better way to see how you're really really doing okay okay i'm gonna work on it so liam today it's a uh well sorry i say today while we're recording this today is a wednesday how has your week been so far it's been good awesome so we're still doing the school thing in the mornings how's all that going it's it's going good awesome learning (laughs) everything is just good what tell me tell me more what's all what all are you learning like what today what anything exciting that you learned about today are you anything that you're doing maybe that's exciting today good stuff oh my goodness all right all right uh what are you learning in uh like history what's what's going on cool stuff no okay uh uh-uh. no, no no what specific the civil war okay civil war how has that been has that been interesting to learn about mm-hmm, yes so liam we've got a great episode lined up today can you share about who we're interviewing today we're interviewing um, Lauren Purser. Awesome, awesome. And what does she do for a living? Um, she is a flight attendant. Yep. And we will uh, hear from her all about how uh, the pandemic has affected her her daily life in, a, in in really big ways. Here is that interview. Today we're speaking with Lauren Purser. Lauren, how are you doing? Hi, Liam. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking and for having me on your podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out to, to, to do this and to, to speak with us. Can you share a little bit about yourself and what you do professionally and now kind of maybe how that might have changed during this uh, pandemic? So I am employed for a major airline as a flight attendant. I work on those big airplanes and that <laughs> means that I am usually in the sky, I would say at least 15, 15 to 20 days out of month, sometimes less than that, depending on the month. I've been working for this airline for almost four years, so Mm -hmm. I have a little bit of experience, um, not compared to some of the other flight attendants who have 30, 40, 50 years, but um, I will take what I have. (laughs) And I love working as a flight attendant. There are a lot of challenges, of course, to the job, but overall, I love meeting new people and going to new places and having um, pretty much an adventure every time I start my trip. So, This is totally a side thing. Are there any favorite places you visited or maybe like favorite surprises that you didn't expect to maybe like, but you fell in love with? Well, I normally work domestic trips, mm-hmm. so I tend to stay in the 48 U.S. Cool. Um, U.S. states, so I don't really go to Alaska or Hawaii very often, even though I could, but... Um, <laughs> I like the West Coast, so some of my favorite cities are out in California for destinations. Um, Of course, I love traveling overseas, but I tend to do that on my own time, not for work. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say there are many surprises when it comes to the job itself that Mm -hmm. I like, Um, (laughs) even though there are are some not-so-wonderful surprises. But um, there are a few, like, I'm one of those people that every time I have a layover, that's what we call it when we stay in a city, 
um, for any amount of time in between flights and overnight. And I've found some cities and some places to be more interesting than meets the eye because some people think, how could that little town have mm -hmm. anything to offer? But I'm always the type of person who tries to make the best of wherever I yeah. am. Like layover is what you make it, as I mm -hmm. would say. And so I've found some cool places um, and some hidden restaurants and little museums and that type of thing. So it's fun. How have things changed um, as being a flight attendant? Mm. That's a great question. A lot has changed for me uh, being a flight attendant. So once the coronavirus um, pandemic started, um, in at least within the United States, my airline, along with almost or pretty much every airline in the United States, had to... <clears throat> cut back on hours for employees and that definitely includes flight attendants and started asking my airline in particular started asking flight attendants to consider taking leaves of absence so that means not working and not getting paid for varying amounts of time mm -hmm. in order to help the company from i don't want to say going under but from majorly yeah. being affected in a bad way because as you probably know, um, a lot of travel has been restricted mm -hmm. because of the virus, even in the US, but especially international travel. So I remember all the way back to early or mid-March when things started getting restricted internationally, working with flight attendants who normally do international routes. And mm -hmm. I would see them all my trips, my domestic <laughs> trips. They're like, we don't know how to work on this airplane. Like we're used to it. <laughs> And we'd have to instruct them on like the basics, which was kind of funny, but it was still interesting because I was meeting different flight attendants that I normally mm -hmm. wouldn't get to interact with and um, different experiences. But then as we realized that a lot of us wouldn't be working at all, um, it's been strange because our lives are literally in the sky and rapidly yeah. going on new adventures and to just be stuck in the house when you already we're never really stuck in your house is mm. just uh, um, is just very different. But yeah. we're all managing in different ways. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said it was a, a one month leave event, so you hope to be back, I guess, in May or back in well, May. Well, so I'm a little bit different from most of my mm -hmm. colleagues. Most people are taking May, if not longer, off. Oh wow! From I'm choosing to go back. That's mm -hmm. for various reasons why people are and are not. Mm -hmm. um, taking that leave yeah. the only thing is leave for my company is a very generous one even though we're not paid we retain most if not all of our benefits that oh, we would great. normally get so it's not like we're without health insurance for example yeah, yeah. <laughs> really um personal but um we are so i decided to go back and i don't know if i will end up regretting that decision i guess we'll <laughs> see how it goes yeah. and then but they keep offering the leaves almost every month because the more people who take them, the better things are for my company. Yeah. It, it's only going to help us for people mm -hmm. to not work. Yeah, um, yeah. The other way around. Yeah. So we'll see if I end up taking um, a leave after May. But mm -hmm. I want to go back and see what it's like. I will say the weirdest thing, though, is having no, almost no one on your airplane, having like yeah. two times. I was going to ask, 
did that happen to you towards like the March? Towards the end? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I would have just a couple of people and they would all look at each other funny. <laughs> Everyone's like wiping down their whole seats and their tray table and their window. <laughs> and nobody, and people don't really feel comfortable like being too close to other people and don't yeah. have trust, you know, the mm-hmm. people around them. So it definitely also in a weird way creates like greater respect from mm-hmm. some of the passengers than yeah. before for us because we are seeing more as safety than just giving out drinks and snacks like yeah. we normally do because we can't even give snacks or drinks right now. They yeah. have with my company they have suspended all in cabin service. So mm-hmm. uh-huh. so now it a lot of flight attendants are just um figuring out the new normal this month, the ones that were working in April. But mm-hmm. at the end of March, the weirdest thing was the empty planes and the empty yeah. airport. When I can see almost nobody in the airport, that is really weird. That's wild. I can't even imagine. How how are you doing in how how are you doing personally? Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's really a nice question. Um, I'm doing better than I mm-hmm. expected to be doing, actually, um, considering I haven't been able to really go outside of yeah. my walls much. But um, this month, I I think part of the reason I'm doing well, I think there are multiple reasons. One is having a roommate that you actually talked to not that long ago um, <laughs> helps a lot because we I have someone to interact with on a pretty regular basis. I'm not completely alone. That's good. But another one I would say is I love to be outside. I'm not mm. sure about you, but I love being yeah. in nature outside. So I go on walks, um, not really hikes, more like just nature walks and go different trails and mm-hmm try to get some sunshine every time the sun's out almost. And that helps me from getting too um, overwhelmed with being inside and see some people, even if I can't hug them or shake their hands, at least I can smile at somebody and see them from a long distance. So I'm doing well overall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's one thing we've been trying to do. Liam, maybe you can tell about like um, Mm -hmm. walks, getting outside um, but there is, it's funny, there's a really, it's funny because I think normally un, without these circumstances, it wouldn't be a big deal. But Liam, why have we been taking walks through our neighborhood recently? Um, because all the parks are closed. Well, that's um, true. But okay. there's something in our neighborhood that we've been kind of keeping an eye out for. Can you share, tell about what we're doing on these walks in our neighborhood? <laughs> Looking for a chicken. A chicken? <laughs> Did you ever you, pet chicken? <laughs> not us, but can you share about what's been happening so um our neighbors been our neighbors have been um like taking text. pictures of the chicken mm-hmm. and then s- sending them to us and then and then all and then so let's go even a step back so nobody in our neighborhood has a chicken there's okay. just been a very like just this random chicken that just showed up about the beginning of all this a few weeks back and oh. it's just hanging out in our neighborhood. And so cool. we'll go on walks to look for this chicken. <laughs> but it's funny that that's what's entertaining us right now. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? There are, it sounds like my family. We, we've had random um, animals show up at my parents. <laughs> Pig showed up on the doorstep of my parents and my sister's 
and didn't know where the pig came from and had to find the owner. And that was a whole different story. But so chicken, <laughs> chicken, pigs, sometimes animals just mm-hmm. get lost. Yeah. And, uh, at yeah. least he hasn't been eaten. Or yes. Been... <laughs> so about, <laughs> yeah, it's so about a week or two weeks ago, uh, we just stopped seeing him around. Mm-hmm. We got kind of nervous. And then a, about a week went by and he showed up again, or she showed up again, just out in the yards. And it's just, it's so funny how that's been like captivating us right now. But I, I get it, especially like you said, in these unusual times, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, sometimes a chicken will captivate you. Yeah. <laughs> a chicken in, a chicken on the run. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's good. So we just spoke a little bit ago with your uh, with your roommate Rebecca Kemp, mm-hmm. and she was sharing about uh, her work at the clinic. But also, you mentioned how you had volunteered um, yeah. for an event. Can you share a little bit about that, like what you were able to do and what that mm-hmm. event sort of looked like? So two weekends ago, or the first weekend of April, I volunteered with Ethne Health clinic um for their free testing event which was held in clarkston where the clinic is or not exactly right there but in the area Mm -hmm. and i was helping with registration for the event so um that would well there were kind of a lot of details that went into (laughs) that but i'll give you an overview basically before the people in their cars only we had the car registration tents people would drive up right by our tent in their cars and have their window all the way up as to avoid any type of transmission of a virus that they may or may not have or the virus i should say Mm -hmm. the coronavirus um and we would as the registration volunteers who would take all their information that was necessary mm-hmm. before they went on to the last station, which was where they were tested. So these were people who had um, symptoms of the coronavirus and may have been positive for it. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, we didn't know whether they were or not, but it was nice having the window all the way up because <laughs> we weren't worried about really anything um, co- coming into contact with us, even though I wore one of those N95 masks Mm -hmm. pretty much the whole time that I was close to the car. I would take it off in between cars. Mm -hmm. But, and so I was just helping Friday and Saturday of that weekend. Um, I think each day we were there five to six hours. Okay. The hours went by pretty quickly because we were talking amongst ourselves with Mm -hmm. the other volunteers too. So we weren't, completely isolated but yeah um, yeah it was it was an interesting experience unlike anything i've done before <laughs> i probably won't do it again but we were only serving a small radius of people as you may already know yeah three zip codes in the in the area so uh friday we didn't have as many people as saturday saturday we had a lot of people and i think oh, it's wow. because word got out of course by saturday yeah. They're like, let me go to the testing site. So anyway, it was it was a good experience um, because I felt like I could be <laughs> useful in my time off. 
mm-hmm. when I normally wouldn't really have much else to do if I'm not flying. I don't have a, another job mm-hmm. aside from my flight attendant job, and I haven't been able to volunteer as much as I would like since we moved to Decatur. Yeah. So this was my first time really getting involved in the Clarkston community since we moved near here, but mm-hmm. not not in at any time because I really have loved um, volunteering in Clarkston in general. So. Awesome. Great place. That's awesome. So before before this, you mentioned just now about volunteering in Clarkson. What other <laughs> ways have you been involved in that uh, the community there? Well, so this was my first time volunteering. No, not my first time volunteering at Ethne. I helped a little bit, very, and that's a loose term, <laughs> but um, with a community outreach event at their table that they mm-hmm. were setting up when my roommate, Rebecca Kemp, was in the early stages of working for them. So mm-hmm. I kind of know a little bit about ethne but pre-ethne i had volunteered at friends of refugees which okay, is a awesome. wonderful nonprofit in clarkston awesome. um not in a regular capacity but mm-hmm. i had helped with their job fairs before mm-hmm. at least one or two awesome. and so i was helping um i don't well let me go back a little bit clarkston as you may already know is home to mainly refugees from all over the world. And mm-hmm. so I was helping some individuals with their job search, their mm-hmm. job fair. So I would kind of go with them around the different booths and tables and help them talk to a person who is a recruiter for right. a specific um, company or type of job. And I met a lot of different people from all over the world. And that's one of my passions Yes, beautiful flight attendant helps with that, but even <laughs> flight attendant, yeah. I love being around um, people from different countries, so works out very well in Clarkston. Anyway, so Friends of Refugees, I've helped with job fair for with applying for jobs, mm-hmm. um, like on computers, because a lot of them are still becoming more comfortable using technology, computers, and depending on their backgrounds. Yeah. And then I've also done a couple other little things. Um, I did like a fundraiser walk for a literacy school that's in Clarkston. Oh, nice. So I think that was more to raise awareness, but it was also a fundraiser. So, yeah. <laughs> um, But I've helped in little ways. I have done a lot of volunteer work in other countries mm-hmm. and in other parts of Atlanta. So, but Clarkson's just a special place for me yeah. and for a lot of people. So. so that was our interview with Lauren Purser. Awesome, awesome. Well, we would like to thank Lauren so much for spending her time with us for a little bit. Uh, we really appreciate it. It always means a lot, as well as meaning a lot. Liam, speaking of meaning a lot, it would mean a lot if people listening now would, would uh, reach out to us and mm-hmm. maybe be on the podcast mm-hmm. themselves. How yeah. can people get in touch? Um, I just, um, for Christmas, I got a Chromebook and I have my an email account. Mm-hmm. Share, what is your email address people can reach you at? I'm Liam Rhodes at gmail.com. That is I-M-L-I-A-M-R-H-O-D-E-S at gmail.com. Uh, I guess that's it. Liam, let's take us out. Can you take us out on our four goals? Stay at home, wash your hands, don't get infected, and love your neighbor.